Ultra. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we have analyzed the Back to the Future trilogy one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I am Nick Jimenez and the news. And uh, joining us for our final uh, day of non-live uh, coverage of Back to the Future, the ride from, uh, from That Thing You Do Minute and the upcoming A League of Their Own Minute. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Nick and Summer, welcome to the show. <laughs> yes. Oh, hi. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Good. A minute of their own. Yeah. Yes, yes, a minute exactly. of their own. Yeah, how you doing, buttheads? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> we are wrapping up our Q footage today uh, before talking about the ride itself tomorrow. Yes. Um, so at this point in the ride, we are... Uh, on the inside of the building and we're queued up to in, in our sort of like groupings with the, the passengers that we will be in our DeLorean with. Right. Um, and we're watching this video footage. Uh, and then uh, as we go along, we'll be transitioning to the third and final stage of the queuing process. But we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we start talking about the footage itself, the first thing that we have to bring up, did you guys watch Doc Brown visits Universal oh, yeah. Studios. Oh gosh, that was yeah. gold. <laughs> Things that was I had, so funny. That was, I had never seen this before, and it was, it was like, well, I, I guess we'll get into it when we get into the the other stuff. But I constantly, while Summer and I were watching this this whole thing, I was like, "Am I in a fever dream right now?" Like, I don't remember. I I remember I went on this ride a bunch of times when I was younger, and I don't remember any of it. It almost <laughs> feels like it's something that slipped out. Of another pocket, like a, from another universe, right? <laughs> yeah, it's where, like a. Where did that yeah, come it, from? That little clip. I had never. I mean, I'm assuming it was a commer- a extended commercial or something. So it's it is it was on a videotape that prior oh. to opening in the in the late '80s, Universal Studios sent out that videotape right. to every single person in Florida, every household okay. in Florida. And they just everybody got a VHS. Yes. In the business, we call that a Florida ho- Hogwarts letter. <laughs> <laughs> I, that reminds me because I actually have, I mean, it's it's off, a little off topic, but I remember at this time, like, uh, somehow I got on some Nintendo mailer and they would send out like every six months or every year you would get a VHS tape with like footage from the new Nintendo games coming out. And I was right. like, yeah. right before we recorded this, I was looking, uh, you know, a little peek behind the curtain, but Summer and I are actually sharing a microphone right now because we couldn't find our other audio cable. Um, but mm. I was actually looking through a box and I found an old Donkey Kong tape of this, you know, <laughs> the same style from this time. So yeah, it's just like 20 minutes of B-roll and like a guy going like, hey, dudes and dudettes, check out Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used right. to, uh, I, I remember as a kid, VHSs were just so, they had like almost a post-apocalyptic sacredness that I, I, w- <laughs> I would, the ones that were glorified commercials were of equal right. value to me as like the Wizard of Oz. 
Oh, wow. yeah, totally. Yeah, because you could put a little piece of tape over that little tab and use it for anything. You know, you could yeah. you could put uh, family memories on there or whatever. Yeah, I remember there was a this isn't even I don't think this was free, but there was a Disney tape that was like a minute of a bunch of Disney songs. Right. With, like that weird that Ludwig von Drake duck like introing it. Yes, yeah, and, totally. And it's so weird Rogers being like, why would you make just a video with just some of the songs? <laughs> but I would I watch, watch I would watch I it. I remember they used to have I used to have a video a video of sing along songs that my mom used to put on a lot. And yeah. it was just a bunch of random different songs. And I just yeah, I remember it just be, yeah, it was like one of the sing with the bouncing, follow the bouncing. Right, ball. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I think that's the only way any of us have ever seen anything from Song of the South is like zipping. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Would oh, be yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, any of us uh, under the age of 40 anyway. Right. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I just, I love this. I, I have so many questions about where this fits into the timeline <laughs> of uh, right, yeah. Back to the Future because I, I want it to make sense. We, we theorize that uh, he, the money that he made making this video for Universal Studios, <laughs> he used to basically begin construction on the uh, Institute of Future Technology. Um, <laughs> okay. So that's how that all that. connects to the me. one for yeah. them and for me system. Yeah. Right. But but I don't but I, I am curious because he's he is there's a couple of things because he is driving a non flying DeLorean in the video. Yes. Yeah, that's right? true. When, yeah, when he shows up on the back lot. Right. That, so like, was yeah. this something that he did during mm-hmm. his travels, like after leaving <laughs> Marty? Right, yeah, between like one and two. Yeah. And then I mean, coming back from 2015, is this, was he just like perpetually going further and further into the future instead of like skipping straight to 2015? Yeah, Maybe, I, yeah. it must be. There, yeah, he stops along the way. Right. Yeah. We we don't know how much time has passed, and he at the beginning of two he does the the face peel, you know, when he when he pulls off the old age makeup. So it could have right. been any amount. Yeah, it could be could have been thirty years, could have been a hundred for all we you know. Maybe he went into the distant future and had some ra- radical uh, medical procedure done that you know made yeah. him young again after his. It, yeah, it's like how in mm-hmm. some episodes of Doctor Who. Uh, in passing, the doctor will be like, I'm, 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 I, I've been on this planet for 300 years. And you just have to deal with the fact that this character has lived like centuries that we just didn't see. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, but I, I just, I love, I love everything about doc Brown exploring universal studios <laughs> Oh yeah, and being very impressed by it. Oh yeah. Right. The, and but the sad, I don't know if any of you have been to universal studios before, I, mm-hmm. I've never been to the one in Florida, but I've been the one here. And you could knock everything out within three hours. <laughs> right, so yeah. I remember oh, when yeah. he was like, yeah. And he's like, all this that I did. And I was like, that probably only took four hours <laughs> yeah, to right. do all that. <laughs> if so there was a line. I, I actually drive past Universal Studios fairly often in my day-to-day life. Uh-huh. Right. Which is which is something I should celebrate more. I mean, I yeah, I, right. I get to see a giant minion climb a tower. Yeah, the, <laughs> the minion that's peeking <laughs> over. But yeah, yeah. So like, if they were to do, and you know, and thank God, you know, Christopher Lloyd is is still with us as as of this recording. And right. if he if he were to do like an updated version, yeah, it would be it would be he would for sure interact with the minions, <laughs> right. <laughs> 
And uh, would, yeah, there would have to be some. He would just be so exhausted by everything. Yeah. What the? F- <laughs> why is everything so loud? <laughs> what are these? <laughs> he would. Do- they don't have the Terminator ride anymore, do they? Right, that's gone. gone. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, it was replaced by uh, what? Fast and the Furious? Is that you right? Know what? I think you're right. I- oh, sure. hell yes. He uh, he he meets the family. He goes on a barbecue. <laughs> right. He he take turns oh, all their cars into time machines. Yes, and then the God. next Fast and the Furious movie is Fast and the Furious back in time. Oh, yes, so many questions answered. With <laughs> just my that. life a quarter year at a time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nailed it. Good. Back so, to uh, Furious. Back to Furious. Back to, <laughs> back to Furious. Boom. <laughs> oh man! So I have I have so many questions about this video, though. I well, yeah. my first note was that Christopher Lloyd is just capital going for it. Like he oh, is, yeah. he's making his money on this, and he's probably only getting scale for this video. But he doesn't care. No, he's, he's right. a recognizable <laughs> face. He got more than scale. Yeah, but this is like a cheap. You know, this is like the thing. It is, it yeah. is kind of industrial because it was it's, just well, it's it's change. a commercial. You get paid yeah. more for commercials. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, but was you're right. this aired? Because normally a commercial, you always make money on the residuals, like right? right. Or, I don't. I've never. Well, maybe he makes. Yeah, maybe he makes residual for uh, residual for like each videotape that gets sold or something. Each time it's played, uh, there right. is a it, sensor, it, no. and it. <laughs> <laughs> each time, like for for each like uh, label that they printed on a tape or something, you know, like yeah, every time it gets printed, right? It's, yeah, there uh-huh. you go. Yeah. Okay. Or, or he would get paid like a flat, just a flat fee. But it would it right. would be substantial if if they because that's what they do at Netflix because there's no residuals right. at Netflix. So when there was that news that like Max Landis sold a script for three million dollars, everyone's like, right. "Oh my god, they, Netflix so bought a script for three million dollars." It's like, yeah, but he's not making any residuals on that. Like that's everything that's he's going to make right. for that off that movie sure. forever. It's like voice yeah. acting, right? Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Much. Exactly. One flat rate, right? That's it. So, uh, but, but I think the reason that he's really going for, we've, we've theorized that this was shot prior to back to the future part two. And so he's going for it knowing that he's about to play this role again. And so he's trying to like get back Ah, into it. He's stretching those muscles again. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. It's it's like how Mike Myers like will tour comedy clubs for years, like as new characters before. Right. Like his gong show host. Yeah, that, yeah. that iconic <laughs> character that we've all grown to love this past summer. We all remember, yes. Yeah. How, would, how could we have survived 2017 without that character is a mystery. <laughs> I'm glad America will isn't never it just basically? It's just basically Jiminy Glick, right? Like, isn't that what he's... He's... I think, he, I think he's British. I think he's like an old yeah. British okay. guy. Gotcha. Yeah, because I know his dad was British, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like yeah. he has yeah. access to that. I mean, I mean Austin yes. Powers. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, his right. character in Inglorious Bastards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who can forget? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Any other any other notes about uh, about Doc Brown? Uh, I I just I love all the the uh, the the different you know him with the Doc Brown with the proton pack and the on the ET bicycle all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Just you know, as a as a kid of the '80s and '90s, like all this stuff speaks to me very. Yeah. It was very nostalgic. Yeah, 
all of it. Uh, the, uh, I had one question though. I didn't. I didn't have time to look it up or not. But that when he first shows up in the DeLorean, you know, and he pulls in on the back lot, and there's the director there and everything. I could. It looks like isn't this the same back lot that Marty shows up in in. Eight in 1985 when in Back so. to the Future one, yeah, it looks like the say like the shot down the street of the yeah. I would I would assume that they were shooting this at Universal Studios Hollywood because right. a lot of this stuff was like kind of there, right? Um, even though he was saying that he was in Orlando because like because yeah, that because that, like, I don't think the Orlando Park was like built yet. That's like the whole point right. of this video. Oh, was to promote the uh, yeah. I didn't right. Know that. He was yeah, because I saw the future, it. the far future of 1990. Oh, so Christopher oh, Lloyd for man. sure drove himself to set. <laughs> In the DeLorean, though. The they DeLorean. let him borrow the DeLorean. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, that was that was a little weird to me. And it just reminded me that uh when I I went on a family uh trip to Florida as a kid, and we did the Disney vacation where it's like three days at the park and then four days on Disney cruises, but at the time it was Big Red Boat. Nay, Disney or Nay, Big Red Boat now Disney Cruises, right? That's how that works. No idea. <laughs> it was called but, uh, the yeah, Big I remember Red Boat. That was yeah, that was what they called it. That was the name of the like cruise line that it was like Disney... a Mark Twain themed park. <laughs> I mean, basically, sounds like kind a Nick of. Junior show, the Big Red Boat. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, totally. But it had all the same stuff. You know, there was Disney characters on the boat, and you went to the Gilligan's Island oh, okay. attraction or whatever thing they had. Uh, it, yeah, and uh, I just remember the whole time we were there, I kept going like, "I want to go to Universal Florida" because it had, yeah, it had just opened at that time. Doc Brown told you to. Yeah, right. Well, I hadn't seen this yet, but <laughs> but no, because um, what was it? They, I think they had like a Spider-Man attraction or something. They had some ride there that I just remember like twelve or thirteen-year-old me was like, "Oh, I have to go on. I have to," you know. And of course, I never got to do it because we had spent all this money to go to the Disney parks and do the yeah. Disney thing. So mm -hmm. yeah, so you I you got up. to go solve a crime with the Great Mouse Detective instead. Right, yes. exactly. And well, and I got to see um, the like the Indiana Jones stunt show, which was cool oh. back then. At the um, it was MGM Studios at the at that time before it was like Disney Disney Studios, I think they call it now, where uh, the Tower of Terror and all oh. that is. Did they mm -hmm. was this post was that post Last Crusade or was that in between? Uh, to the I think it was yeah it was after all the original indie movies were out we won't talk about the fourth one because mm -hmm. it doesn't exist um, until Indiana Jones minute covers it and then we'll <laughs> yeah. right right yeah like, then we'll all have to remember <laughs> <laughs> there's a few things I enjoyed about that movie you know what yeah, I musical cue I watched it about two years ago and I remember being like that's not even his worst movie Spielberg no right no, no, no. yeah all right it's there yeah. No, there's just elements. The bad stuff is so bad that it, yeah. it, it, <laughs> right. it like yeah, eclipses everything it, else. It, it, almost, <laughs> it overshadows moments that I think are genuinely perfect. Like, you know, they only had they all had the same problem, honey. They weren't you or like, right. Why did, why did you let them drop out of school like that? Like moments like that as an indie fan make me so happy. Right. But then, but then you're like whiplash back into like, you know, all those moments. <laughs> yeah. of, why is yeah. why is Mutt swinging with the monkeys? That's so. Yeah. <laughs> Right there. Uh, yeah. Like I said, the musical. Well, I guess we came off a musical podcast, so I still I'm still talking about that, still mm -hmm. harping on that. But I will defend like when the in the in the that intro sequence in Area 51, when they crash into the thing and you see the the arc in there and then you hear the Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, theme yeah. come in. Mm -hmm. 
Or like, there's like, there's a few moments of that that are genuinely yeah. great in that movie. And I or uh, the yeah. moment, the moment where they push, uh, where like uh, the the Shia LaBeouf gets pushed into like a bunch of more greasers, and the camera like <laughs> pans over, and they're just there waiting, and they all like pull out switchblades, and it's just <laughs> right. Spielberg being so tongue in cheek for him. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it, it's always I. Rem- it's always the part where they're on the water raft thing that I realize that I'm yeah. emotionally checked out <laughs> for some reason. Right. Exactly. I'm always like, oh, I don't care about any of this. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Die in this river rafting accident. Yeah, <laughs> just fall over that. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's that's uh, Doc visiting Universal. <laughs> That was so now let's go that forward was... to the past. Yeah, yeah, we always we always get a good uh, like uh, roughly twenty minutes out of that video because it is magical. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, so good. Some fun stuff in there. <laughs> um, so okay, so where we last left off, uh, we had just uh, gotten inside the building, and Biff is uh, on the loose, and and mm-hmm. Biff and Biff uh, Biff has revealed himself to be on the loose <laughs> and he has uh, he has targeted Einstein by uh, mocking him with a bone in his mouth uh, which we don't know where that came from super <laughs> offensive and probably pretty like alarming to Einstein They're just like right off the bat yeah <laughs> I know like this <laughs> Does Tom F. Wilson just walk around with a bone in his pocket just in case he needs it's to talk to It's a giant dog? bone. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like a Pee Wee Herman prop. So, uh, so yeah. So, so Doc has just told us all about Biff, uh, which right. he knows about for some reason. Um, yeah, having right. never met him before. Yeah, that's true. He probably told him about like Biff. Yeah. yeah he's sure. gotten the lowdown. He knows of him. He, yeah. yeah. The legend of Biff Tannen. They have mutual friends. Yes, of course. And and he's Marty's come use the uh the amplifier a couple times after, you know, one of the, those late nights where Biff <laughs> came home and crashed the car just like, yeah. "Oh my god, my dad's boss. I can't stand this guy," you know. Yeah. He's, he's had to unload on Doc about this a couple times. <laughs> no, a guy right. named Biff. He's mean to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so we come in um, where, where we're at. Uh, we get a new video from Heather reminding us about the minor security difficulties uh, and right. uh, gives us a nice big smile. A much, much, uh, she's a much more cool and collected than when she first heard about uh, these, uh, these security difficulties. Well, I, I, I did like Heather. I thought she was very pretty, but I must say that, I, I I miss the Star Tours lady a little that, bit more. That was a little bit more. You did not write the same no, thing. No, I I wrote uh, <laughs> later when when she comes up again. I was like, is that are they trying to do the Star Tours lady? Because oh. she looks like she's got the little bun in her hair in the back. Yeah. Like it's very much Star Tours ladies no more. The, the outfit, the uniform, like it's it very much feels like the Star Tours. Wait, lady. is Star Tours dead? Is there no more Star it, Tours? No, they just they redid it. It's like a robot now. It's yeah. a it's a yeah. robot. A droid. It's no Excuse longer... me, a droid. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. a droid. Whoa. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, uh, Heather is played by uh, Darlene Vogel, who played mm-hmm. Spike in Back to the Future Part 2. Uh, the, uh, the, the best part girl of member, member. member. Griff's yeah. game says, you ain't got no throat. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. So I think she looks... The, I, 
I in the Back to the Future uh, fan community, um, we've all sort of agreed that Heather is uh, Spike's mother. Um, oh, okay. There you yeah. go. <laughs> just there like, yeah, just like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael J. Fox plays his own daughter yeah. and son. Right. Um, alternate theory, that's her older sister, but because of their relationship, sometimes it's like that she's her surrogate mom. Oh, oh she'd have to be a lot older because that you're talking 25 yet. years that's true, true yeah. <laughs> well maybe maybe it's like a um you did the facelift thing <laughs> yeah or or uh, maybe it's like a celine dion where she where they had twins in vitro and then froze one of them oh. so they could unfreeze it later and now they're like they're holy shit that's where celine dion came from <laughs> no uh I don't know if it's true, but somebody what? told me this at yeah, one point. Yeah, what? it's it's some rumor where no Celine Dion had a child, right? Like yeah, with that, she had a child with, with her a, weird her older. Oh, passed on. Okay. So yeah, right. let's have a little respect for the dead here. But <laughs> apparently, and I doubt it's true, but apparently the the embryo was actually twins, but they kept one of them frozen so that she could have another child later. But then if they actually if she has that child, then they would be twins, but separated by however many years. Oh, that's so weird. (laughs) So then if she ever does become pregnant again and there's no known father, that's probably what's going on. Right. That's That's creepy. Wow. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's I don't know. That's just that weird theory that I heard one time. That's probably not true, but I love to repeat it because it it would be awesome to be like a twin of somebody who's older. It's like, um. Uh, what's that Disney movie, uh, with the, um, oh God, I can't think of it now. Uh, Flight of the Navigator, right? Where he like goes back in, or he goes forward in time. So yeah. his younger brother is now his older brother. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. Anyway. Have why we, isn't it have we, I don't know that we brought this up in Back to the Future 2. And I, I'm on, honestly, I'm kind of kicking myself for not having thought of this prior to just now. Do we know for certain that may, maybe there's like a, like a weird children of men thing going on in the future oh, and yeah. that oh. and that all of the so like all of the kids but the reason that they're all played like, by the same people is because they're right. literally clones of them yeah it could be yeah there's, yeah. <laughs> there's we're we're given no evidence to the alternative so i'm going to go with it yeah. are we living fact. in a world where rather than bringing new people into the world we are merely it's like it, 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 it's like World of Tomorrow, you know, by 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 Don by Don Hertzfeld. Like they were just <laughs> recycling our old souls DNA. in, in right. new in DNA as it's slowly just getting more and more faded and eroded. And it's just, yeah, because it's like it's like yeah. multiplicity rules. Like every time you right. clone yeah. yourself, like it's just yeah. it's just a little so, off. <laughs> or uh, also, yeah. so based on. Oh, I was just gonna say that. Uh, Oh, great. Now I forgot. Because <laughs> I was like, no, I'm interrupting. <laughs> no, um, uh, there's going to be, you know, with an evolution, everything tends to get better. Each generation gets better. Has Yeah. So then if we just keep uh, cloning ourselves, eventually we're just going to die off. Yeah, because we'll get how worse are we going to get worse, any better? Yeah, yeah we're not going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, there's this really great uh, Alan Watts uh, lecture that, that's kind of gotten viral on YouTube about. Uh, yeah. Sort of the, the purpose of of death is so that we can keep having humans. The strongest. That are, 
yeah, human well, humans that are experiencing the world for the first time. Mm-hmm. Right. That, mm-hmm. You know, it it we we need things like snow and rain and love stop being magical if it isn't new, if it isn't being wow. uh, yeah. and those, those it, yeah. Well, does the uh this Alan Watts uh lecture compare Christianity and Eastern religions at all? I probably. <laughs> it's like everything that he does does that, right? Yeah, like, we're just like, you know, know <laughs> maybe they're not so different. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a white guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't think of any specifics off the top of my head, but I, I did get into that Alan Watts podcast for a while. And oh, there's just a podcast. Like there, oh, there was. It's just like a collection of all his lectures where they oh, like okay. put them up into, you know, like – uh, little excerpts like it's mm-hmm. it'll be done into like three or four parts and then you know one week will be part one and then the next week will be part two but okay. yeah if you haven't if you're uh, if you like alan watts's stuff it's actually really cool it's i i haven't listened to it in a while but mm-hmm. i like binged a bunch of the episodes a while back it is something that you are into madly for like a couple of weeks and then you <laughs> right. just like put it oh, down right. Yeah, right. <laughs> it just it gets to be a bit much at some point. Yeah. It's like, and he he ends up touching on the same points a lot over and over again. Like mm-hmm. and you're like, maybe I got it. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Jeez. Somebody somebody that I randomly ran into, I don't know even know how this conversation came up, but I guess he was telling me about a sci-fi author and that it's kind of out there. And he's like, Don't get me wrong, I've done LSD and I, I understand <laughs> that. It, it changes your mind and you really do see how things really work. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I felt bad. I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is know, not man. a common experience. Yeah. And, it, and he was older too. So I'm sure he was, gosh, where the heck this was like in passing. Like I was waiting at the bank or somebody and somebody yeah. was trying oh, yeah. to make small talk. I was like, dude, like, I you know, know, you've been there, right? I guess well, he was like, uh, yeah, well, maybe it was Brian Wilson. Um, so, uh, we, we then come back to another transmission with, uh, with doc, um, who is, uh, I guess, I guess he's like checking out the transmission camera that he's using. Cause he's like looking at it through a magnifying glass, uh, and right. then seems like slightly embarrassed when we show up. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm confused about what this technology is that he's using like can he see us uh, like it seems yeah. like they can see us when they're talking yeah, to they, us yeah this was the in, part of the pre-show video where the wheels started to come off the caboose a little bit right. uh-huh. and i started asking questions like where are we like there, there there's a part where biff spray paints a security camera and an obscure oh, right, right. to get there. Hold on, hold on. I know, I, I know, hold but on. I'm I'm just like, yeah, like I are we all are we in a little drone floating? That's what makes the most sense to me. Cause otherwise I don't know. Yeah, there's a conceit here that's just kind of like lost on mm-hmm. me as the audience member. Yeah, like how yeah. There's a moment when when uh Doc tells us the audience that the 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 prevailing theory is that Biff snuck into the ride with us right. as a volunteer right. yeah. as one of the yeah right don't say the ride because you're 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 breaking the fourth wall because it's not a ride <laughs> right. we're, it's we're a volunteers. volunteers yeah for the future technologies institute right. right yeah so like making the audience putting it in our heads that biff was like hiding among us a few minutes ago is like a super weird concept uh-huh. but- i 
feel like I would have noticed if Tom F. Wilson was standing in line behind me. Oh, <laughs> you know he's you know he's been on the ride too. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, he was there at the premiere. Yeah. 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 I, he only lives like ten minutes away, so mm-hmm. yeah, he lives he lives under the minions ride. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. After Tom F. Wilson no, is I, very financially stable. <laughs> he actually, I have been to Tom F. Wilson's house. This was actually uh, a story oh. I meant to tell when we came on the podcast before. Uh, wow! Well, no, no I, time I like now. The, he's like the star right, of this ride. Uh, right. So I well, that is I I noticed when we get to him in the next part. Uh, I'll 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 okay. mention it. All right. Okay. Uh, um, I'll, I'll mention my note about it there. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. So this, I, I am confused about, I, I think the biggest part that I'm confused about, like if it had only shown our POV, I, right. I would, I would buy into it and I'd just be like, oh, okay. So they can see us and we can see them Institute of Future Technology whatever mm-hmm. like fine right but the problem is that earlier in the footage we saw the camera that they're looking at and it's just right. like a basic secure like box security camera yeah and so that's when i like i start like asking questions because it's like well where is he seeing us in that thing yeah there there would need yeah he would need some sort of monitor or something you know right. like uh, Doc tells Einstein to keep his eye on the security monitor because okay, <laughs> right. he, that's yeah. his job. Right. Einstein is head of security. As we gave him yeah. that name, that title earlier in in, uh, in right. and uh, turns out I guess it's just true. He's he's head of security. Einstein the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. I reached kind of a breaking point <laughs> for this episode. Like I'm right. I'm all for I I love treating Einstein like he's people. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But this is like lives are on the line. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, he's not the first. Well, he is the first Einstein, the dog that is a super genius, but he's not the only one because I don't know if you guys have seen the series uh, Cowboy Bebop. Mm -hmm. Yes. That which they also have Einstein, the dog, and you find out that he is actually like a genius dog. Mm -hmm. He He has there's like some, you know, genetic engineering or whatever goes on there. So maybe this Einstein that we're seeing here, Doc, you know, at, in between the end of Back to the Future 1 and the where we pick up the start of Back to the Future Part 2, maybe, you know, Doc came back, got Einstein, took him forward and to the time of Cowboy Bebop and had the same procedure done with Einstein. Yeah, like maybe he maybe he like created the dog equivalent of those those brain pills that Pete Holmes always talks about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And, and just he's able he's able to kind of access it more. Yeah, yeah. He's him and Deepak Chopra have been taking a lot of vitamins and they've Einstein's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting getting really into wellness. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, sm- he's going to tell you about a thirty day cleanse that <laughs> yeah. you can buy from him. Tell exactly. your friends, refer yeah. bone cleanse. Um, yeah. yeah, it's called yeah. it's called super male vitality. <laughs> yeah, my roles are beautiful. I'm healthy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a dog. Well, uh, well, well. Intelligence aside, uh, Einstein sure. still gets uh, still gets distracted by food uh, because right. the yeah. uh, the newly upgraded canine cafeteria, uh, which was introduced earlier in the uh, in in the ride, the the cue footage. An old invention of Doc Brown's has been upgraded with a digital readout. Uh, and uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's chow so, time, as uh, as it says. <laughs> strike two over and over again. Uh, if if you look in the bowl, there is a dog treat. Yep, right. It's a milk bone. That's it. <laughs> Not a bowl of of nutritious food that dogs need to be healthy. Right. But just uh, a milk. Well, bone. Yeah. no, I think <laughs> you know, there's I think there's dry food and... on the bottom because if you watch oh, Einstein, he he goes past the milk bone and is digging right. away at something underneath. <laughs> so I think the milk yeah. bone is just dessert. It's like the it's like it's like when you it's like the mint oh, okay. on your pillow. Yeah, it's oh, like when you put yeah, or like when you put one French fry on top of your dog's food to get him to eat it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> or like if he he only gets the milk bone if he ate all of his dog food, right. all of mm-hmm. his dog dinner. But mm-hmm. he's smart enough to know that, so he eats around it to get to. Yeah, because every dog fact, I've ever had. Yeah, yeah it's, it's based on the thesis that he is in fact a good dog. Yes, exactly. Einstein is, but a good security guard. I don't. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not so much. Maybe he's, not. He is still a dog. Although, so although we get security re- guards in every movie I've ever seen always get distracted by something. So, yeah, it's normally true. pretty ladies. It's always like I always right. feel it's always the go-to. Yeah, or donuts or something. Um, so as Einstein walks away from the security camera, of course, uh, Biff walks up to the security camera. Yeah, and we get we up, get really yeah. our first good bit of Tom F. Wilson in this. We get. Mm-hmm. We get our juvenile delinquent here. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and he's in his 50s outfit. Yeah. Um, it is really good seeing this version of Biff again. Yeah. It is. It is. Because we, we haven't seen him, like, you know, since the second movie. Is this the same shirt he wore in mm-hmm. the 50s? Like, 50? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I know that was like. The first thing I noticed was that the, the uh, checkerboard pattern of the shirt. Yeah. And he's very thin. He's looking very thin here. I, I want Tom F. Wilson to eat. Yeah. Well, he, he, he hasn't been, he has been bulking up because he, he's not, uh, he's not, he's, he right. hasn't had to play Biff in a while. So. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So he, he's doing this great thing where he's the, the, the camera is sort of um, cycling back and forth and he's following right. it. And then finally he gets frustrated with following <laughs> it and breaks it so that it stops moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I really like that. I think that was, it really nails that, that, that little, those little details about Biff that he, he does have a lot of pent up violence just in him. Mm-hmm. Well, is, I mean, right. you never, he's not living with his parents. He's living with his grandma. I mean, right. I'm sure you guys talked about this in the duration of uh, sure, the sure. series, but and he, yeah, and his grandma's not really too nice either. She's right. a real mean lady. <laughs> and I'm assuming parents are Rick, probably, where are you going? Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that his parents are no longer in the picture or his mom was... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's a sad story behind it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, if this were a real... If this were based off of a real story and... Yeah, Biff would be... He would be in jail. He would be in prison. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, oh yeah. By the time 1985 rolled around, right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know how familiar any of you are with the television series "Salute Your Shorts." Oh my gosh, yes. But, <laughs> but Biff in this scene reminds me of the of the count the camp counselor. Um, oh okay. yeah, he always had the the z the zinc on his nose. right. Yeah, right. that guy. Yeah. yeah, the way he's acting. I mean, obviously that guy was doing an impression of Thomas F. Wilson, but. Uh, but but th- there's something about the way he's uh, Thomas L. Wilson's playing Biff in this. 
is a little more cartoony than he normally is because you know he's kind of like hamming yeah, it yeah. up for kids. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. he is also going for it, right? Yeah, exactly. So it there's more of a, a direct line to that uh, salute your shorts character who is also hamming it up for kids because he was in a kids show. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's yeah. probably kids that are volunteering for the uh, future. Future Technologies Institute. It is. Parents sign the waiver. You're in. Right. It is fun. It it is kind of. I I I like the novelty of just Biff accosting the audience. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. No. It's a bunch of nerds. The the choices he makes in this scene are amazing. With the yeah, like you said, from the grabbing the kid, the uh, you know, moving back and forth with the camera, following it back and forth, to eventually. Like a, you know, a, an evil wrestler grabbing the camera and holding it still in front of his face until it breaks. Yeah. Uh, there's just, there are a lot of great choices going on here. I, I, my personal favorite was when uh, the security guards are asking us, have you, have you seen any suspicious activity? <laughs> and he's whispering or he's, he's saying shh yeah. to yeah, everyone. Right. And then when they look at him, he's like picking his teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything. It's a, it's like yeah. a real like scene right out of Blue's Clues. That bet, like. Oh <laughs> man, it pretty much. I mentioned this. I think I mentioned this. I, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but Biff kind of does have a a, a, like a meaner Bugs Buddy energy in this. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, like it's totally. yeah. Bugs Bunny's kind of a jerk. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. There, it's very cartoony. Both of the performances from our our main, well, I guess all of the performances also from like the security guards. But yeah, like you it's said, it's campy. They're they're performing for kids in line at an amusement right. park. You know, the line, yeah, killing the illusion. I, I love <laughs> right. that. I love that uh, their their security badges are attached to pocket protectors. That's yeah, right. <laughs> amazing. It's the it's the Future Technologies Institute. We're all very uh, nerdy here at the Future Technologies Institute. So even mm-hmm. our security guards wear pocket protectors. <laughs> <laughs> Have uh, you seen our CEO? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> this, the guy who's a walking pocket protector. Well, then I and then I oh, love yeah. as soon as the security guards run away, he just like you call them security. And, and like he's like kind of like leveling with us, like he's making us part of his gang. Like, can you believe this? Uh, <laughs> well, right. he makes yeah. us. He the the kind of the movie f- forces us to be compliant with Biff mm-hmm. because yeah, there's right. a moment where he's like, like you know, kids were like yelling at like it's Biff right there, you know, kids, <laughs> right, but right. Then, like you made a choice you chose to let me go and it's like such a weird like no like they couldn't they could physically couldn't tell on right you. right yeah right we, we, we tried we were it's, telling him it's like uh equally responsible for everything that happens as well. <laughs> <laughs> you're like spider-man letting that guy run past him i know yeah right yeah. exactly doc does say he's like biff broke in but don't worry it's not your fault <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> nothing that happens here is because of you <laughs> well but they you want, want to you to feel here. somewhat responsible because you're gonna be the one to save the day right you, you yeah. broke Ooh, in to fix it yeah, yeah. yeah. you buy yeah, it so well it just it takes on a very you know we've mentioned it before but it's that it's that star tours quality where uh mm-hmm. when you get on the ride and Wee herman says you know it's like oh, it's it, i hope it's your first thing because it's mine too and it's like no i've been on this ride a hundred times and oh for star tours <laughs> right That's it's like yeah you've you've 
you know, it's like, yes, I've, I have been on this ride before. I have heard you say this thing dozens of times, but yet you still, you still yeah. keep telling me it's your first time. Like, well, also, we also have to mention that, uh, uh, Biff, uh, you know, the, this, this is, you know, this whole video, the whole ride is written by, uh, Ant-Man director Peyton Reed. Um, and, oh. and he does a really good job of coming up with, I mean, for the most part, there's one questionable one later, but for the most part, he does a right. good job of coming up with sayings for Biff to say wrong. Um, right. So it's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. So here he yep. says quiet as a rat, which right. yeah, I love, I love that that's his stupid thing is that Biff just says <laughs> phrases wrong. See you next winter. I actually, I said it along with him because yeah. I remembered that from riding the ride so many times. <laughs> Um, I remembered experiencing. Well, it. before that, uh, we he spray can he, he spray paints the the camera, right. um, which I I just love because it feels like it feels like the Back to the Future franchise is allowing us to transition to the Cornetto trilogy, uh, because it's, it's straight <laughs> out of Hot Fuzz, um, right? You know, yeah. Spray painting, totally. It. Yeah, so I love I just love that connection. I was like, oh, look at that. It's like giving that's your giving us permission. You're free to go. Nice. Um, so we we get the return of uh, a very tongue in cheek return to one of my favorite moments in the trilogy. Um, mm -hmm. If we're ready to talk about it, uh, he builds a not quite up to scale model of yes, um, yes. the park to show us, and then uh, he he has like a little toy. DeLorean, then he's like, look, just like this. And then it lights on fire and he goes, right. he makes the same <laughs> noise and makes the same face. Yep. And it's just, I, that's something I never expected to come back. And it made me too happy. Aww. Yeah, it was, it was a, his, and he all, it was a good nostalgic moment. Right. And he also, uh, he hits it with the fire extinguisher again, yeah. you know, just on <laughs> Bring back all those same beats. Yeah. Just, oh, just, he makes ooh. the noise three times in this section of the ride that we watch. Wow. Uh, I just love that uh, that it it catches on fire for no reason. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Just, right. Like, just kind of, like traveled through, and it was well, like, oh, even, we, yeah. all, we all remember this from the other movie. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> you even see like the little pyro light under the table. <laughs> yeah. You know, like under the track, you could see a yeah. little shoot go on. You know, it's a very it, it, it's a very animation joke where like for right. some reason every time someone drops something it bursts into little flames. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or like or like uh the joke in Wet Hot American Summer where like whenever anyone drops anything and makes the sound of like a pot breaking. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> So are we at the uh, quadruple date through time yet? Because I <laughs> want to talk about this. Oh, you mean the name of this episode? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So he yeah. is introducing uh, his newest, greatest invention once again, the eight passenger right. DeLorean time machine, uh, yes. which yes. is uh, is great. And then, yeah, we get we get the yeah. uh, the dual vacation, like dual family vacation <laughs> package right. going on. Just like all his suggestions here are so ridiculous. It's just that like um, it, it's it's um, yeah, the quadruple date in time. It's like when are any of these scenarios <laughs> that you're naming actually probable or possible? Have, like 
so so both so both of you, uh, I'm the only person recording this that is not uh, in a in any kind of romantic relationship. Have either of you? Has anyone here recording this been on a quadruple date? <laughs> not on purpose. Yeah, not even close. Never. Yeah, not. <laughs> I do love that uh, he's made it a convertible because, well, because what I love about this this joke is that it's sort of um, in the way that you have those mirror moments in the in you know in back to the future versus the sequels you have those moments that sort of sure. mirror each other right this is mirroring him saying like you know well i thought you know if i'm going to make a time machine out of a out of a car why not do it with some style and so he's doing right. the same thing but he's talking about a convertible. He's like, well, I figure if we can, if we know when the weather is going to be nice, why not just travel whenever there is only good weather and we can have a convertible? It's like, I mean, I, I guess. What if you have to go to a time that has rain? Yeah, exactly. S- Scott, uh, guys, mm-hmm. in my hundreds of hours <laughs> of thinking about time travel, yeah. just doing this podcast, right. I have never once thought about the problem and i'm using problems in big italics here <laughs> the problem of of knowing what the weather is going to be like in the day that you travel back in time right that's just such a millhouse thing to worry about <laughs> when like you're <laughs> well you know i mean i don't know i look up the weather of like a place i'm traveling to sure yeah that's true logically that, that, that that's that's a that that's similar yeah i think that checks out i don't know so Biff has a very Kevin McAllister moment and then we also do isn't this also when we uh, introduce the name of the eight passenger DeLorean time vehicle I don't know if it was it was earlier in the ride but I noticed it here and then it comes up later in the video where every time Doc refers to it he refers to it as the eight passenger DeLorean time vehicle (laughs) oh I get it yeah the joke yeah the the fact that like it doesn't have a real name it's just it's not just the DeLorean or the time machine. It's well, he doesn't call it like a minivan. <laughs> he calls it right, an eight yeah, passenger exactly. van vehicle. Usually don't convertibles have windshields. That's another Yes. <laughs> I mean all cars have have, have windshields. <laughs> Minor yeah, detail. Gotta, right. Well, you know, except for some Jeeps don't. But you gotta yeah. block those bugs. They, they, Scott, did the ride have windshields? No. No, but there was there was no reason to, and and they wanted the the wind machine to like you know help right. for deal right. right. your yeah. ride experience. So, no, I I definitely got some bugs in my yeah. eyes. Going <laughs> now, if they just had like a heat and cold machine, that would have been really mm-hmm. cool. I guess you guys will talk about that when you get to yes. the ride. But um, but <laughs> I I. I uh, this this fax and I, I assume this is just the quality of the video yes. that we're watching, but he gets a fax, which <laughs> is just I assume I think it's a printout of I, just Biff's picture. I couldn't figure out what that was either. He just all of a sudden was like, great, Scott. And you're like, yeah, it's like a big deal. Well, what's it's that? A, a dot matrix like uh, ASCII art picture of Biff. Yeah, it's like blown out. <laughs> like the, the image is like blown right. out. And I, I can't tell if that's just. The image quality of the video we're watching or if it, it just always looked like that and they just were like, ah, who cares? 
yeah, no one's whatever. gonna be paying attention to this that closely well, it's gonna be on a on a tiny little monitor up above their heads yeah. you know nobody's gonna sure. be nobody's gonna be scrutinizing this one minute at a time well, someday <laughs> yeah because this one it was like a tiny it was like you would go into a little room right when you were at the future technologies right. Institute. Yes. but yeah biff has stolen a, a box of ball bearings yeah what, <laughs> right <laughs> where did that come from yeah I, I i don't know he just he just found it and uh he's using it to get the security office tail by throwing the ball bearings um which look an awful lot like marbles uh-huh. right <laughs> uh, down the hallway uh and given given them the slip and thus adding mm-hmm. more fuel to our Biff is a cartoon character fire here. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but I do I do have to point out that the security guys, they're all wearing Nikes. Oh, interesting. Maybe that's some sort of like... Well, he figured if you're going to guard my building, why not do it in style? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I'm gonna be well, you know, Nikes. I mean, Doc wore Nikes and yeah. of course Marty wore Nikes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Yeah, we're Nikes placement. Family. on brand hey they're comfortable all right they've got good art support they might be a little (laughs) more expensive but you know you get what you pay for Mm -hmm. right if doc has this future technology in his institute why is he still using a dot matrix printer couldn't he have gone forward to the the far future (laughs) right of 2015 and got himself some toner and a laser printer Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's so funny how (laughs) short-sighted future technology of the 80s and 90s right it's pretty funny (laughs) like they're just like yeah we'll never be able to print something as intricate as a photo there's a certain vanity to it where it's Uh it's like well surely we will always need beepers like why (laughs) And, Uh, and, and and who knows like maybe maybe in 10 years we'll like giggle at every movie that that mentions like instagram But yeah, right. well, I, oh, we're God. already giggling at like the uh, what was the minority report, and everyone was like, "Oh, that's the future is moving everything around with your hands." And like now we've uh, with touchscreen interfaces that we have now, people already are like, kind of like, "Yeah, it's similar to that, but that's actually yeah. a tactile surface that you can touch. It's not floating in midair." And like, I would be very into the automotive reality of Minority Report becoming true. Oh no, totally. Yeah, that driverless cars, right? Yeah, yeah. driverless cars. Right. Yeah, you know how many goddamn yeah. naps we would get. I say this with love. I hope that both George Lucas and Jay Leno are dead by then. Because <laughs> I don't want them. I don't want them to see a world where where we just don't like driving anymore. Right. <laughs> um. So uh. So Biff uh, makes his way down the hallway with a with a monkey wrench, planning to cut the power. I guess. And what's so funny is as he's trying to figure out what power to cut. He just finds a plug <laughs> and uh, unplugs it. Right and, as Doc <laughs> mentions unplugging something. Yeah, it's it's very yeah. well-timed. And at this point in uh, in the Institute of Future Technology, as you are uh, waiting in line, when he pulls the power plug, the power in the room also goes out, yeah. except for the monitors. Oh. Um, and then you get, you get the gag of... Um, oh, yeah. it really, the power really goes out, right? Right. Right, yeah. Then the, the you get the gag of 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 Doc uh, saying uh, "darn, darn, darn, darn." Um, <laughs> Has to be and, which me. Yeah. So funny and an incredible "please stand by" screen. That yeah. Okay. So I, yeah. so well, well, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. You're skipping forward again because yeah, you, like you a don't know second what? after. <laughs> yeah, but but a lot happens in between those two things. Right. Um. Because when after he says darn 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 darn, 
the power cuts completely out, the videos turn off, and then you are then taken into the separate rooms. Yes. And as you enter the separate rooms, the little the little rooms that are meant to be elevators, mm -hmm. um, when you're in the elevator room with the other monitor, that's when you're seeing the the please stand by video. Right. Yeah. As you're coming into the room and then the door shuts behind you. And then now you're in a very small room with just the seven other people that are going to be in the car with you. Interesting. Um, so as uh, as we're piling into the elevator the, and, and the door shuts behind us, please stand by, uh, which is Doc in a in a Native American headdress. Right. Um, <laughs> that that sort of old style, old style. uh uh, thing that they would put up on the TV stations in the fifties when nothing was playing between right. um, after yeah, the because uh, there would be a time when there was nothing on TV. Right, what's well, after the right. the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance uh, and the, uh, right national anthem, the national anthem, the yeah. national anthem, yeah. Yeah. right, 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 yeah. exactly. So we come in and uh, we we are back with Heather again, and Heather is basically telling us to sit tight and uh, get ready for another transmission from Doc. And then we we get Doc, and Doc comes in, and he's like, "So this is the thing that you're going to travel through time with." Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because he still thinks we're gonna like they have all of this going on. He cut like Biff cut the power a second ago, right? <laughs> but Doc is still very confident about us traveling through time. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like dude, the test is over. <laughs> Yeah. And behind him, Biff is tying up the security people and is uh, sneaking up behind him as he's talking to us about like how we're going to travel through time. He's got this little like crude DeLorean model uh, that really isn't so crude. It's, it's pretty <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, um, pretty good one. <laughs> but uh, he hits a control, like a, a control button thing. <laughs> the big like red green button. Yeah. Yeah, uh, with his monkey wrench and sparks fly and it sends a cage uh, coming down over uh, Doc's office. And so now Doc is trapped in his office. It's not a very good design. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it's really strange. I guess there's just like really important stuff in there that he doesn't want anyone in his office. I, um, I guess. But then why would doesn't he have this red green button on the inside of the office as well? So he could like lock himself in there if somebody was coming after him. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It know. should be on both sides for right. sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So so Biff uh, taunts Doc, uh, who he knows personally for some reason. <laughs> um, and um, again. Yeah. For the first uh, time. <laughs> And we we find out we find out that Biff actually uh, they were doing a time travel experiment in 1955, and uh, Biff uh, hitched a ride. Um, he like smuggled himself back to the future. Yeah, yeah right. And now he's gonna go on a joyride uh, in the DeLorean. <laughs> Take it easy. No, <laughs> he's earned it. You know, he's been through a lot. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I really love that uh, Doc can open the door to his office. But still be behind bars. Right. <laughs> it's, again, not a very good design for this if he's like trying to. I, I mean, yeah, I guess if he's outside the office and trying to lock the stuff inside, it's fine. Right. Because then it's like a mall. It's like it's right. like a mall store. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> but for the one for the, the scenario we find ourselves in here, Doc kind of, you know, didn't really think this one through. I don't think. Yeah. He kind of screwed the pooch a little bit. Yeah. yeah right, which is exactly. really his, his life story. <laughs> yeah, sure. I guess so. I guess it all tracks. 
Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> Why does Biff take the duct tape off of the security guys' faces? Yeah, so they can get their lines out. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I know. But like in, in the scene, like why does he do it? Yeah, there's no reason for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he just does. It's really funny. So Biff opens up the garage. And you know what I really love about about when he opens up the garage um, is it sort of plays into the opening of the ride, you know, mm. which is – like you're in a garage right. um, and so you're basically looking at what you're about to look at when you're actually getting into the, the, De- the convertible DeLorean. I'm yeah. sorry, the eight passenger yeah. DeLorean time vehicle time vehicle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, Say it right. But when, when he opens the garage and you see just this long strip of, of straight road, and I'm just like, that's kind of cool that they like, right. they built like a, like a, like a, you know, like a, I don't know what you would call that. Just like a, like a uh, yeah, runway, like a Delorean runway or something. Sure, yeah, yeah a, a Star Tours entrance. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> so can... I, I just I really like that. Uh, and then uh, Biff steals the Delorean and takes off. Um, and he's just gonna go for a joyride, I guess. <laughs> uh, I like I, that. That's joyriding to the space. Oops, sorry. Right. Yeah, he's, no, yeah, he's just like I'm. That's it. I just want to do this. I'm just. Yeah, he's he's not. He doesn't want anything. Like he has right. no goals in mind. Like this no. is his goal. He just wants just to delinquency. Do whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. del- just yeah. general delinquency. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just the he's spirit of it. Yeah. yeah. He's in for the good times, man. He's. Yeah. He's yeah. Have a, it is. It is painful to watch. Doc watch someone steal his DeLorean right in front of him. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's his pride and joy, his baby. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Like the only thing could have been worse if he had like taken Einstein. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would have been. He's my daughter. They should have done that. That would have been great. Um, <laughs> well, would have had a motivation to it. Yeah. Yeah, I would have loved it. Um, yeah. But I, 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 I think that uh, you know Biff. You know, Biff, Biff living with the, the the DeLorean this way, like really showing off about it, right? Is uh, it's 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 much worse than you know what elderly Biff does, which is like he he steals it and and you know he sneaks it out, right? Um, and then sneaks it back without anyone knowing Trying that he to, did yeah. it. Yeah. Um. And so like watching Doc just be like, oh no, he's gonna abuse time again. This is terrible. <laughs> um. I really love that. I think that's, I don't know. It's good. No. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Um, and then, uh, and then doc is trying to formulate a plan and he's like, ah, like how, how are we, I, you know, how am I going to do this? Like he's, he's got the DeLorean time machine. He could be anywhere in time. This is a disaster. And he's like, Oh wait, Oh, I, I, I invented that eight passenger, you know, DeLorean. Like this is going to be wow. great. Like I could just take that. And, I, and then he's like, ah, oh, no, I'm locked in my office. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. Trapped like a rat in my own office. Right. Yeah. Does it oh. very rhythmically. So good. Trapped like a mouse. Yeah, right. Trapped. That would have been Trapped funny. Like some sort of laboratory animal in my own <laughs> laboratory. But he but he says that um, you know, he can't drive the DeLorean, but oh, we can. Yeah. We can oh, yeah. time travel volunteers. This so, is a big responsibility. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a little issue with that, though, because <laughs> he says, yeah, he's trapped in his office, but he can remote control 
the DeLorean from his office. So he's got, and he pulls up his little, you know, so RC why, car why remote he control. Passengers. Yeah, he well, he, and he says he needs us to navigate for him. But if he's if he can he's remote control the, the DeLorean, yeah, and he's got this whole like camera system all over the the space time, uh, what is it called the the laboratory? All yeah. Right. Oh, the the te- the Institute of Future Technologies. Oh, yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, duh. So why doesn't he just with the eight passenger DeLorean time vehicle? Why doesn't he just put some cameras in it so that he can see out of it while he's remote controlling it? Well, uh. he he can, I think. <laughs> Like, I, I think he can, like, as the ride shows later, I, I, I believe. Right. Because, yeah, I mean, he is he is controlling the steering and everything. Yeah. Um, so I, I I don't know why we need to be involved, but for some reason we do. Uh, and that's okay. It's I accept us. It. He says something yeah. about, oh, maybe, maybe okay. It's, I see, I didn't think about it until just now, but maybe because he says he needs us to navigate. Maybe he needs us, or it says something like that. I forget exactly what the wording is. But maybe we have to work the time circuits for him because he doesn't have time circuit controls uh, on his RC control. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's yeah, the that, only that thing that I can come out. up with. Yeah, that checks out. Right. <laughs> but just, you know, um, point being, Doc needs us, we're in. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's so yeah, silly really though, because need. like all of this, all of this setup is really good, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it's way it, more than it, you need. Yeah, no, it's it's really, really well done, I think. All you would have had to do is that, like, you know, say something like, I, you know, to stop, I, I, I you know, I remember what happened with all that, you know, Biv stuff earlier. So I put in safety precautions that right. every seat in the eight, like every seat in the eight passenger DeLorean has to be full in order to travel through time <laughs> um, or something like that, you know, where it's like, right. so he does need eight volunteers because he yep. needs you to like take up the, the, the weight or whatever um, yeah, for the security you. measures to work or yeah. something like that. Like just some silly thing, like just to, you know, explain why we have to be there. Cause it's, uh-huh. It's a bit of a stretch. That's the only part. Right. It's a bit of a stretch. But you get so wrapped up in how excited he is about it that it's like, okay, yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it is up to us. All right, let's go. And then I'm ready. Biff does say, I mean, I know we've already gone a little tiny bit past this, but he says, hasta la bye-bye. Yeah. Yes. And I did wonder. That's the, str- that's the one that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> right. Well, because, yeah. I, yeah, right. I did the, what? What year exactly did this ride come out? Is this before or after Terminator Two? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same year, I believe. Oh. I, I believe oh. it was. It was in preview mode. No, no, no. Ninety one. This opened in ninety one. Oh, okay. okay so this is before, yeah, right? Because Terminator Two yeah. was ninety two. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hasta La Vista was huge after that. So I yeah. don't know if. Anyway, it was just a little thought I had. I wrote it down. Yeah, but Edward Furlong does say that Asa La Vista is a thing you say. So he yeah. says it as if it's been a thing for a while. It's like part of 90s for a while. Yeah, right. Is that like yeah. Maybe cool just thing. in California. Maybe, yeah. Did Bart Maybe. ever say Asa La Vista, baby? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Because no. Bart just said eat my shorts a lot. Yeah, yeah. and Cowabunga. Cowabunga. Right. Yeah. yeah, Bart was kind of the James Dean of the 90s. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, the epitome of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so actually, we. That's, that's what the ride turned into, at least in in here in Hollywood. Right, it's the Simpsons right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We've talked about that. Um, <laughs> that it's the same, all the, the time same machine. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Um, so, uh, so we get, uh, Heather again and she is coolly, uh, you know, kind of like getting us excited for our, our trip through time. And then we get a safety video with a, with a, with a family of dumb, uh, dumb crash test dummies. Yeah, this this was like a thing in the '90s, though, wasn't it? This there was also, all these commercials that all had with the, that yeah, was the crash hotness. test dummies, yeah, and yep. the band they crash had test action dummies. figures of them, right? Yeah. Oh god! Oh yeah. no, I had I had a doll. It was uh, yeah. there. There were two two dolls, and all of their parts velcroed to to them, yep. so that you could take yeah, them exactly. apart. Yeah, <laughs> so you can crash them. Yeah. And, yep. Oh gosh. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we're kind of it's friggin crazy i mean like we, we we've done we've said this before but you the listeners um i i mean we it hasn't happened for us yet we haven't done the live show right um, but it's crazy that that's just like the next thing that we're gonna do with this yeah that's <laughs> it, it's really fun because so we get this last bit of of doc basically just saying okay on the other side of this door and like the music is swelling and he's like right. on the other side of this door you're going to see the eight passenger you know delorean time vehicle and you're going to get in do the thing and then he explains that like you're going to have to bump yeah you're going to have to bump the the delorean cause a time vortex that will suck you both back uh back to the future Love, Across. love that science. Yeah, bumping. Yeah, yeah bumping. <laughs> so, so I just, I, I, I just love this, and also I love that there's a guitar in the background because it obviously belongs <laughs> to Marty because it's right. It's there for when Marty <laughs> hangs out. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that. that's pretty much what it is for when his buddy when his yeah. buddy comes around. It's good. Um, but yeah, so uh, he's he's ready to go. We're ready to go, and the doors are about to open, and I am so amped. To ride this ride, and what I what I love about this moment and like ending here is that our next one, as as Nick said, our next one is our live show. Like when we're doing the ride, we're actually doing the live show, so it it's gonna like feel different. And so like it just, <laughs> I just I don't know. Like I just I like that. Like it feels like we're about to ride a ride because we're gonna yeah. go do a live show. You know. <laughs> yeah, you're going up the uh, the hill, the first hill of the roller coaster right, right now. Yeah, yeah. You've got some cool. butterflies in your stomach with and your, you know, anticipation. Let's yeah, totally. absolutely. You're gonna ride with your listeners across the space time continuum. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Crystal Beth is like our tour guide. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So awesome. our our guest nice. for the live show, um, our uh, uh, Crystal Beth, and. Our actually first time uh, guest ever in our last episode ever um, <laughs> uh, from the Mogwai Minute. Uh, we have uh, George and Neil will be joining us. Oh, very um, nice. So, uh, so yeah, that'll be that'll be really fun. Uh, our yeah. last episode ever um, covering the yeah. ride itself. And we've got we've got uh, there. There's some footage that I actually recommend. I think um, if you're on the uh, Facebook group, we're going to, we're going to definitely put all of this footage that we've been talking about on the Facebook group. Um, you'll, you've probably already seen it at this point. If right. you're part of the Facebook group, if you're not, uh, I recommend joining up and, and going and checking this out. Cause there is um, ride footage that we're going to post that is sort of recreated Ooh. to feel more like the IMAX screen that you're looking at. Right. Um, instead of the like weird, like chopped up thing that they put on the DVD. Um, uh -huh. yeah. 
Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, because it was that the bubble screen, right? It's like the big circular. Yeah, yeah it's a it big dome. A yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right. So it was pretty awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah. you guys, uh, the the last thing I want to talk about is that you guys have rid the ride. Um, in fact, yeah. I mean, uh, Summer, you're you're the person who let us know that Doc Brown had a chicken <laughs> joint. Um, yes, that's right. Doc yeah. Brown's chicken. Yeah. So so yeah. Um, I, if you guys have any like memories of uh, riding this for the first time, please share. I actually was a little bit older when I first wrote it. And I was so excited because I always saw all the commercials and it was the one thing that I always wanted to do because me and my family grew up always watching the trilogy. We had it on VHS, first the recordings off TV, then the VHS set, and then, you know, afterwards the DVDs. Um, So it was a lot of anticipation. And I remember it was just very exciting. That was... uh, And my first memory is that um, (laughs) when... When we were first, this is kind of a bad one, but uh, <laughs> when we were going through the line, I remember that it just smelled like a bathroom the entire <laughs> way going through the line. Uh, yeah, that's kind of all <laughs> of Universal Studios Hollywood. It all kind of smells like a bathroom. Like, so. like a bad bathroom or like the kind oh, of overly clean bathroom? Oh, no, like a bad bathroom. Yeah, like, but... I don't know if it was somebody in front of us in line. I'm uh, not oh, sure. Boy. Apparently, okay. So a little uh, a little behind the scenes, I'm actually going to be a performer this year for Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, and so I just found out that apparently right next to the line for that ride, which is now, you know, the Simpsons ride, mm-hmm. um, is there's an employee break room, like a uh, break area with that's a bathroom attached to it. That's like right on the other side of a screen that like you can't see through, but apparently... If you're back there as an employee, you can hear everyone in line for the ride. So maybe, maybe somebody had uh, had stopped up the employee restroom and then that's what you were smelling. I don't know. It was exciting, and I remember it was I. Um, I just was really stoked, and then afterwards we did go get Doc Brown's chicken, and yeah. that was why it was a very prominent in my memory. But I was <laughs> I, I don't want to say older. I mean, I wasn't a kid. I was at least twelve. I mean, I was twelve or thirteen, somewhere right. around there. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, old enough to to remember. Yeah. Um, and I was stoked. I really enjoyed it. I I remember that it fulfilled my expectations. I remember yeah. that much. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah, so and I guess for know. me, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? It's gone forever. Oh no. So uh, yeah, for mine's like pretty similar. I guess um, like we were always more Magic Mountain Disney family. You know, the Universal Studios was kind of like the one we would go to if we were tired of going to the other theme parks. But this was this came out around the time that there was like some big wildfires in the area, and my dad was a, a LAPD officer growing up. And so whenever you have like those big, crazy wildfires, they would always, um, at least Universal, not all the parks, but I think Magic Mountain did it too, where they would um, uh, give free, you know, free park passes to the, you know, firemen and and service members, anybody in a uniform, basically, as like a thank you for their service and stopping the wildfires, basically. Oh, that's nice. That's awesome. And so, yeah, it, it was really cool. So we got to go, you know, to Magic Mountain a couple of times, but also to, to Universal whenever that would happen, you know, we would, and there was one 
right around this time. So we went to uh, like right after it opened and we got to go on the Back to the Future ride. And I remember being kind of disappointed actually with oh, it wow. after I came out just because it wasn't, you know, I was expecting I'd already been on Star Tours as a kid. Um, and so Star Tours with the, having the screen attached to the vehicle gives it more of like a sense of you're in that place and when you loaded into the Back to the Future ride, it was kind of, you could tell that like it was however many, I think it was eight cars, right? Eight of the the eight person vehicles stacked on top of you. Uh, Twelve, okay. Yeah. But yeah, you could like, you could kind of look around and see the other cars yeah, stacked you, around yeah, you. Yeah, I do remember that. And yeah. then you could tell that the screen was like the big bubble screen. And then when the, when you go into the volcano, it didn't get any warmer. And then when you go into the ice cave, it didn't get any colder. Right. And just so like, I came out going like, it was fun. Like, and all the, the stuff in the line, like there was a, I remember um, they had like displays of like different modes of time travel. And there was like a time travel bike and a time travel suit right. and mm-hmm. a time travel plane. And mm-hmm. like the, and I remember the suit saying like the, the suit saying that you had to run and get up to 8.8 miles an hour to go. And I was like, that's a funny joke. But then like, why don't you just put the 8.8 miles per hour technology on all of the time machines and be done with this whole, get it up to 88 miles an Gosh, hour. Thing. I guess I'm, I'm like easily impressed. Cause yeah. I remember I was stoked. <laughs> I was like, they have knickknacks from Doc right. Brown's house. They have books from his library. Right. Well, that, I guess I was, I was yeah, I was more impressed with all the line and everything. I, I, and then once you yeah. got into the line, I just, I, I got into the ride itself. I was a little let down by that experience. I would but. say that I had the, the similar that yeah. I, I really did like the line almost more than the ride, but I still really enjoyed the ride. Right. But, I did really, I, 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 every time we visited, we would always, cause that was what my grandma got us. Um, she got us season passes. That right. was why we ended up going that mm-hmm. year. We ended up going a ton of times right. and every time we always had to go, um, we to had future. to go yeah. on back to the future. Yeah, it totally. was mandatory. That and the yeah. tram ride. The, those yeah. were the two half twos. And flashback, but just maybe that's just me. But I, I like always have, I always love the flashback. You go, experience. you go in flashback. Or backdraft. I mean, uh, yeah. back yeah, backdraft. I knew yeah. what you meant. But you would always write backdraft after Jurassic Park. That way, it would dry you off. Right, exactly. Oh. And they're right across from each other. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do remember. Um, this wasn't the first time. I, I haven't told the story on here yet, but. This wasn't the first Uh-oh. time that I wrote it. This was um, it's going off script, guys. One of the other, <laughs> one of the other times uh, that uh, I wrote it when I was probably the first time I wrote it. I think I was like six or seven, and so um, the this would have been like nine or ten probably. But we went as like a whole family. The first time I went, it was just me and my dad, and then we went as a whole family. And so my stepmom had come. And my mm-hmm. stepmom isn't into rides. Like she's very much like right. the kind of of uh, of person who's like, well, you all have fun, and I'm just gonna sit here and wait for you to be done. You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. and, and she had really long hair, uh, like 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 down, like almost to her knees, like really long. Right. Hair. Wow. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and so we told her like, oh, well, this isn't like a roller coaster. Like it's like a motion simulator. Right. She's like, oh, okay. Oh, like I could probably do that. Yeah. Um, so, so she, uh, gets in line with us and she's going to go. And, uh, when we load into the DeLorean, uh, they shut the, the, the car door and they shut it on her hair. 
<laughs> and, even after the safety video yeah and we we <laughs> tried to get them like get their attention but you know they oh, were right. teenagers and they had just oh. all moved on with their lives uh oh my god and so she <laughs> she rode that whole ride with like a little chunk of her hair stuck in the DeLorean oh. door uh no. so it's like jerking around and <laughs> That's like, oh, yeah, it was. I, I remember that, and she was uh, not in a good mood the rest of the day. Um, oh, I bet. For some I had reason. A headache. Yeah, for some <laughs> yeah, it's like when the kid throws up in front of you on the buccaneer and then it blows right back into your face. Yeah. It's like, it's just going to ruin your whole day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, I, you know, it's. I I I really do love the ride. I I I don't disagree yeah. with you though, Nick. I I do think that there should have been some uh, uh, some sort of like temperature something or right. it, yeah. It's just after, especially after that, like you know, being so used to the Disney experiences where they do that. You know, like uh, I haven't been on soaring over California, or I guess it's soaring over whatever now. It's I think, yeah, so, they soaring the world soaring or something. The world now. But that that whole experience of like when you fly over the orange groves mm-hmm. and they pump pump in the orange smell, you know, and I, like it's so tactile and it really makes you, even though you're staring at a screen, which it you know that ride is very much like Back to the Future, the ride where it's the same type of IMAX bubble screen and and kind of like slow motion, you know, just a little bit of movement to get you into it. That yeah, I I wanted a little bit more mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, tactile feedback. How old were you when you wrote it for the first time? Um, I'm trying to think. I guess it would have been like uh like ninety two. Well, when did you said it came out ninety two, right? 91. The same year as uh, ninety one. Okay, before uh, so I would have been ten. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah, huh. nine or ten. So I don't know. I guess yeah. Maybe maybe we did it the next year. It was whenever the wildfires were around that time. Yeah. So it could have been the year after it opened. But still, I guess I was just a jaded young kid at that point. Yeah. <laughs> well, the wildfires. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Would be remiss, but I kind of want to get my my uh, Tom F. Wilson story in there if you guys oh, don't mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please do. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll make it short because, uh, because we're running late on time here. But um, – so uh, Tom F. Wilson's daughter, um, Maisie, did a show with me at the uh, the Cultural Arts Center in the town I'm from uh, because, you know, they're from – they, he lives out here in the valley area. I won't, you know, I won't tell exactly where because mm. I don't want to blow up his spot. But, um, you know, uh, suffice it to say the, the house that Back to the Future built is, is a very nice um, but very practical one story in the valley uh, and he has his little recording studio in the back and a pool and a spa and everything so it's it's very cool and uh yeah so i did this show a couple years ago with his daughter Maisie, and she invited everyone over for a pool party one evening and i knew i was going over to meet you know a, a childhood hero basically and so i may have uh partaked in some libations beforehand and to also Right, exactly, and continued to to uh, uh, medicate myself after I got to the house because I was very nervous uh, to to be meeting the man. And I had actually I told Maisie that I was listening to his podcast at the time because I was, uh, but I w- I had kind of like infrequently listened to the show at that point. Mm-hmm. And sure. so the the night like 
plays out, you know, I, I get I get pretty good and toasted. And I was sitting in the hot tub at one point when uh, Maisie walked up and said, hey, Nick, this is my dad. You want to? And she said, hey, dad, he listens to your podcast. And Tom F. Wilson got into the hot tub with me and we had a very pleasant conversation <laughs> while I just tried to hide the fact that I felt like I was about to throw up in Biff's in uh, Biff's hot tub. So. <laughs> Wow. The idea of in a hot tub with Biff Tannen is uh, (laughs) terrifying to me. Yeah, right? Right? think of when he's with his ladies. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was, and I mean, I get, you know, it was a few years ago, but it was, he was about at that age. I mean, I guess he would have been the age he would have been in 2015, but he looks good for his age, you know, and he's put on a little bit of weight since that time, but haven't we all? Sure. Uh, (laughs) And uh, yeah, he was just, he was a very, he was the nicest person you could ever meet. Very pleasant man. Um, and if he could tell that I was a little toasted at the time, he never, he never let on. And he was, he was very, uh, yeah, just very nice and very pleasant. I would recommend the experience to everyone. <laughs> if, if you get the chance. Let me, let me get right on that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, well, so yeah, Tom F. Wilson is a delight. Yeah. As we all kind of knew in our hearts. Well, uh, thanks, thanks so much for joining us again, and uh, for yeah, having us. We, we all look forward to a minute of their own. Yeah, oh, thank you. Absolutely. We're excited about I, it. And- I have a lot of love in my heart for for that movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. We'll definitely have to reach out and have you guys on the show. Absolutely. Yeah, I think our, we're we're definitely going to reach out to all the guests we've already had on the show, plus uh, some of the ones we haven't been able to get to, and some of the people that are going to be coming on our bonus episodes that still haven't happened yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving is moving is a uh, difficult. Mm, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I just did that myself. It's a pain. Um, all right. Well. Uh, we are going to be back uh, tomorrow, but uh, we're not going to sound the same because we're going to be in front of a live <laughs> audience. Uh, yeah. Wow. Looking forward about- to it. I wish we could be there. <laughs> Theoretically. Yeah. We don't know for sure that people are actually coming. Yeah, I guess that's, that's true. Right. That's fair. Uh, we'll you, find out on the Either day. way, it's yeah. happening on stage. Whether or not there's an audience for it, I can't tell you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've had improv shows where there were no one and there was no one in the audience. Oh, I've done plenty yeah, of those. Yeah. We've all been plenty there. of those where I'm like, oh well, there's two people out there. Yep. And one is my dad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Suggestion from the audience. Get a job. <laughs> a great son. <laughs> uh, but you know, hey, if you build it, they will come. Yeah, that's right. I, oh, yeah. That's yeah. the wrong baseball movie, be... Summer. Oh, gosh. That's not a lead. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sure we'll, yeah. we'll end up We'll end up talking about it anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we will uh, talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. In the future. See you in Chicago. Chicago.